Coming up on TMS, it rubs the friskies on its skin. I think the word I said was clicks. Tasting the idea of smoke. Don't kill Jim Belushi. Stalking dogs and pooping in the thing. 50-foot sex toy. Ooh. You like to be showy, but your bells don't jingle. Effing birds. Nevermore. Nevermore. <laughs> Harry, Derry, Terry. Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. 911, what's your emergency? I think somebody broke into my house. He might leave it home. Okay, stay where you are. We're going to send someone over right now. Hang on. I'm investigating. You do not have to do that. <gasps> It ain't nobody, it's a dog, and I hate dogs. If there's a dog, it could be rabbit. Do not approach it. I'm approaching the rabbit dog now. Do not approach the dog. I think it's a labradoodle. Hello, Scott. Hello. Ah, uh, The morning morning stream desperately working off a pile of parking lot tacos since 2011 hello everybody welcome back to the show that's right it's tms your friend in the morning your usual pal your uh, regular schmegular <laughs> uh, regular schmegular yep right up there ready to, ready to serve you on a daily basis with scott johnson and brian ibbett hi brian Hi Scott, how I'm a, are you? I'm in a good mood today. I don't good. know. I don't know why. I'm just. I just am. Uh, well, Wednesday, you know, we're we're uh, it's the hump. We're uh, at the top. We're at the apex of the week. If you look at the the weekdays as a uh, two halves of a equilateral triangle, uh huh, yeah, then uh, we're at the tip, tippy top. Yeah, the just the tip. That's where we're at. Just the tip. That's right. Uh, I should be a little melancholy because. Uh, found out yesterday that carter after a long hunt for uh, an appropriate place at the price she wanted she finally found a apartment she likes hmm. and will be moving out in oh. a week something like wow that. yeah geez. Very, very quickly <laughs> yeah uh it's a good deal though and it's uh it's, it's uh as always the best deals come through people you know you end up knowing somebody who knows somebody who oh sure, they're they're sure. people are leaving and they have already got Really locked low rent for downtown. She wants to be downtown, so so right. she's got this awesome place. It used to be a motor pool, and now it's a now it's a place to live. A motor pool like the one that uh, Rizzo used to manage on Mash, kinda like that. Oh, it's funny you brought up Mash. How fortuitous! I know, I know, yeah. I saw that. Nice job. Um, you and I have very different uh, opinions on the whole kids moving out situation. <laughs> I mean, look, I've, Carter and I are, uh, we, uh, I'm close to all my kids, but Carter and I have lots of connective tissue. We're just very creatively in, in similar places. She's a lot like me, and I feel uh, a connection to her that I don't necessarily, uh, I feel it with all the kids, but in her case, when she, when it leaves, when it goes away, it kind of hurts a little bit. It's a little painful. So this sure. is going to be a hard let's one. Let's just put it. Your Carter's your favorite. No, let's I just put it out there. I can't say let's that. Let's just put it out there. I, I, like, I can't say that because I actually don't feel <laughs> that way. But you know what I mean. Like there's just something that <laughs> there's something there. There's a kindred spirit. Literally, she's kin. Uh, but you know, there's something there that just makes it so. You know, I could work with her, for example. I could. I yes, could. Uh, right. She could join Frog Pants full time, and it would make complete sense and wouldn't be weird. 
Like it's well, just... right. I mean, and, and you know, I mean, you guys have uh, the connection via the art. I know Taylor's also very creative. I know Nick's also very creative, and you guys you have connections with with um, Taylor and Nick as well. But I think the fact that the two of you do art together kind of brings you closer together, and and not necessarily closer than the other kids, but you guys have a you guys have a kind of a unique bond. Yes, and there's a proximity yeah. thing, and I'm also very protective of her, and all the sort of stuff all comes together. Sure. So it made sure. it a little bit hard, a bit of news to hear. Uh, except I'm excited for it too at the same time, so it's a little mixed. But uh, anyway, it's going to be good. She's got uh, she's taking her cat with her, so I'm actually excited about that because Deckard Kane's a pain in my ass. That cat. Is a oh, really? Pain. Yeah, he's just a grumpy, pissy, cranky cat that's not fun, <laughs> and he's not loving and not you know he doesn't curl up with sure. you or do any of that fun stuff. All he does is uh, is stalk the dogs, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's his job. He stalks the dogs and poops in his thing, and that's it. That's his job. So, well, that's good, though. I mean, the latter, you do want him to poop in. I'm assuming by thing you mean the litter box. Yeah, his litter box. <laughs> yeah. Good. The litter not box. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully. Not a backpack. No, no, no. no. <laughs> his, his ba- he poops in his backpack. Although, don't give him any ideas because he's such a jerk. He might do it. <laughs> he might do it. Yeah. So that'll be good. It's fine. It's good. And she's excited. And it's a she got a really killer deal on a place that's just perfectly located. And wow, that's cool. It's this awesome converted you know, like I said, it was, in fact, it was a motor pool in 1926. That's how old it is. Mm-hmm. And then it was completely remade into, uh, like these, you know, condo start style apartment things in the last couple of decades. And it's very, very cool. So That's it's, cool. it's exactly really what is. she wants. Super artsy fartsy, you know, all that stuff. It'll be good. It'll be good. Anyway. So there's that Brian. Uh, cool. Got, got that off my chest. Uh, speaking of MASH, because you you brought up MASH. I did. Uh, let's talk about MASH for a second. Now, I know, you know, it's been a while. We used to talk a lot about MASH. Mm-hmm. Uh, right when you were when you were binging it for the third or fourth time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no kidding. Like, it was, and speaking of MASH, Carter's a giant MASH fan. Um, but anyway, MASH is on my mind again, partly because I found this great list of weird facts about MASH. Most of these I didn't know. Okay. And so I'm going to share them with you. And uh, we'll see what we think of these. So here are 17 things you didn't know about MASH. Oh, all right, good. You know, we'll we'll be I'll be the judge of that, Scott. The Mobile Army Surgical Hospital, right? That was the name of that show. That's correct. Yes. All right. So here's uh, here's the deal. Number one, Alan Alda, who played Hawkeye famously, and Jamie Farr were both in the army. They both served in the U.S. Army. Wow. I didn't know this. I didn't know that either. There, okay, so off to a good start. First thing that we didn't know, confirmed, did yep. not know that. Alda was a uh, army reserve for six months in Korea, so in, in the actual uh, war that he then portrayed later. Uh, Jamie Farr enlisted and was stationed in Japan when Red Skelton requested his services on the USO tour through Korea, so that's how he uh, got into show business. And then Wayne Rogers who played Trapper John McIntyre, joined the U.S. Navy for a time as a ship navigator. And also Mike Farrell, B.J. Honeycutt, served in the U.S. Marine Corps. Crazy. Crazy. That is crazy. All right, so there's that. That's really cool. So actually, I mean, Alan Alda really was in Korea. That's that's the uh, the, the craziest part. Isn't that nuts? It was only six Mm -hmm. months, but still, that's just like, I I never knew that. That was total news to me. Uh, Number two, McLean Stevenson, Stevenson, who played uh, uh, Henry. Colonel Henry Blake. Henry Blake. He auditioned for Hawkeye. Did you know that? <laughs> Did not know that. And that would have been a very different show had he gotten that role. Yeah. I don't know if uh, 
because the you know one thing about alan alda he's he pulls off conniving not really conniving but you know um strategic clever witty mm-hmm. very well sure i don't think mclean stevenson would have been able to pull off that same kind of that same kind of uh act no you know? and he was perfect as henry so it was the right it was, it was the right yeah. call uh also let's see here oh a comedian robert klein do you remember him I do remember Robert Klein. I think you and I might be the only ones. He's uh, right. <laughs> I don't think a lot of modern people know who Robert, Robert Klein is. Comedians do. They all sort of respect that dude. Sure, but um, sure. anyway, he turned down the role of Trapper John. So that's another weird, weird deal. He turned that down. Okay. He probably should have taken it if I was him. I think that would have been a just a good way to make sure you didn't have to do stand up into your seventies or whatever. You just right. Make mash right. money. Uh, Larry Gelbart wrote the pilot in two days for twenty five grand. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a pocket change compared to what you get uh, now for a for a TV pilot. That's right. Uh, Klinger was supposed to only be in one episode, but they liked him. Oh, and also, really? also the <laughs> the original idea is that he was supposed to be gay, and that was his way to get out of the army. Oh wow! Yeah, because that used to be a thing. Uh, they changed it to a heterosexual who cross dresses to try to get himself kicked out of Korea. Allegedly, Klinger's character is influenced by comedian Lenny Bruce's claim. That he got discharged from the Navy for claiming to have homosexual tendencies. <laughs> so it's based on that. A thing of its time, you so, guys. Think of its time. Yeah, exactly. That would have, um, boy, that would have been uh, back in the '70s. Gay characters were played on so many stereotypes. Were very flamboyant or very, um, you know, didn't didn't seem to. Uh, move things forward i'm trying to think of like the first one that i remember that actually was a a a positive uh gay character was probably uh billy crystal on soap right i mean he was oh right yeah the last prominent one where it was treated not as a not as a parody or not as a right um i don't know i'm trying to think of a good a good way to describe it but basically not not where where the gay wasn't turned the fact that they were gay was not turned into a joke right right but then you'd have it again. like will and grace is just nothing but gay jokes right kind of nice to me says three's company was there i mean oh yeah because he uh, was supposed Jack to Tripper be gay wasn't gay no but, but he, he was but 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 the two landlord people thought uh, were told he was gay and that's how he got to stay with the girls remember exactly and so he had to play that up and and the fact that he uh, the his acting gay was treated as a joke not a oh right not a positive thing right definitely not positive gay stereotypes no. were not treated well like his way of getting mr furley to leave the 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 uh the apartment was to come on to him basically <laughs> yeah it doesn't count as a positive a no, positive exactly. at all i'm afraid uh wayne rogers who did play trapper john was able mm-hmm. to leave the show because he never signed a contract he never had a deal oh really yeah wow just just said i'm out yeah he said uh, the problem was that he never signed a contract, objecting to the standard contract given to TV actors when they started playing Trapper John, in particular the morals clause, which he considered uh, antiquated. Roger said that aside from missing the cast and his friendship with Alda in particular, he had no regrets about leaving the show after season three. So there's mm-hmm. that. Uh, Alda was the only actor who was aware of Henry Blake's fate until moments before shooting the final scene. Oh, That's man. cool. I like it when they do stuff like that. Like when they do season finales and they don't tell the the cast about some big bombshell that that's going to get dropped mm-hmm. yeah uh, so they can get genuine reactions i like that. totally i like that too mm-hmm. uh 
Here's a good one. The writers ran out of names. So here's what they said. During season six, <laughs> there's an episode that features four Marine patients named after the 1977 California Angels infield. Uh, throughout season seven, the patients were named after the 1978 Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Ken Levine didn't just use baseball player names, though. In Goodbye Radar, Radar's new girlfriend was named after one of Levine's former lady friends, Patty Haven. I don't know if they ran out of names. They just were getting creative about where they were pulling right. names. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, it's the way George Lucas came up with names. Like, oh, he looks like a box. I'm going to call him <laughs> Box. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, it just they just come from uh, inspirational places. Whatever. How about this one? The series finale is still, to this day, the most watched episode of television in American history. Nothing has ever beaten it, including the finale of Mash or uh, Lost of uh, anything. Nothing has come right. as right. close. Which doesn't which doesn't surprise me because the um, boy, you know, I mean, you look at 1983. Things were starting to get fragmented. We we didn't just have our our local uh, NBC, CBS, ABC. We had Fox. We were starting to get cable. Everything was kind of getting fragmented and split. And now, boy, I mean. Anything that has the ability to pull in that many people, um, uh, just you know, is not going to. It's, it's just not going to be able to pull in that many people because there's so many different options for people to watch. Did you know we, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, totally. I get it. Like yeah. that was the end. Of, that was the beginning of the end of uh, the three network lifestyle that we all had. I don't right. think Fox came right. till later, though, right? When did they? Come? No, it was it was uh, after eighty three, like ninety or something. Forty five. Oh no, I thought was it was I thought that was still in the eighties. Uh, you might be right. Let's see, Fox Broadcasting Company. Now I just have a weird memory that it was later. Oh, here it is. Founded. Yeah, founded in eighty six. There you go. Eighty six. Yep. Okay. You're totally right. That mm-hmm. was uh, launch date thirty three years ago. On air operations. Oh, technically it opened. Uh, t- technically, nothing until '87, but still. Okay. Um, they the they were founded the year before. I'm trying to see what was the first show. What they do? What they show us? Uh, <laughs> the Masked Singer. <laughs> let's see. Announced its fourth television. The Big Network. Hit of 1987. <laughs> uh, I'm looking. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, here we go. The, uh, they officially debuted with a soft launch at 11 p.m. Eastern on Pacific Time on Thursday, October 9th. In 86, the inaugural program was the late night talk show, The Late Show, which hosted. Oh, that was that Joan Rivers deal. Oh, right. Jeez. And that was was the. When did Arsenio Hall's deal start? Was that in the 90s? That was in the 90s. It would have had to have been, yeah. Yeah. Early 90s, though, because Clinton was on there before he got elected. Right. Was Chevy Chase's uh, week long talk show on (laughs) on Fox? Yeah, I don't remember. That was so bad, though. Yeah. Hold on. Chevy Chase. Talk show. I gotta remind myself here because that was real bad. Yeah. Okay. It was so bad. Uh, you could just tell he didn't want to do it. Like, what was he? No, doing? I mean, why do you have a talk show starring somebody who clearly hates people? Yeah. And is known for hating people. Yeah. It was horrendous. <laughs> okay, here it was the Chevy Chase show. Uh, let's see, forty-five to forty-eight minutes. Blah, blah, blah. I can't find the. Oh, here we go. Original release, September 7th, October to through October 1st. Oh, man. Uh, 19, All right, he had a month. It was 93. So 93 was that effort. And uh, they started off okay. Had Goldie Hawn, Whoopi Goldberg, Jason Priestley, Harry Anderson, Martin Short, Kathleen Turner. Sure. 
but by the end. <laughs> All right. He, they had guests. to see like uh, celebrity guests kind of fall off. And <laughs> yeah. Like remember what year it is. So 93, Burt Reynolds was on their second to last week. I'm sorry. Their last official week had Burt Reynolds, the Canadian Brass, Dan Fogelberg. Dan Fogelberg, yeah, who was such a hot property in uh, <laughs> the nineties. Yep, Jim Varney. Yeah, uh, well, Jim, okay, Jim Varney, probably you know, sure, still riding on that uh, somewhat it, of a peak in ninety three. Yeah, his uh, Ernest goes to jail fame, and then uh, the last week, which way they had slated guests from the final episode was Elizabeth Ashley and Don Rickles, but it never aired. Wow, yeah, that's really bad. That's really bad. Oh, they had, really they had fewer than, let's see. Late show, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they'd been promised that the show was going to have five to six million viewers every night. Uh, by contrast, uh, The Late Show with David Letterman. That's Late Night with David Letterman. Or no, no, that was after he'd already moved. Late right, Show had right. fewer than four million for their advertiser, so they uh, they were barking up a tree. Huh. Cornelius Productions for 20th Century Fox uh, Television. It doesn't say what, oh, it is Fox. It was Fox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Thought it was. It's a shit. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this this uh, I love mental floss. By the way, yeah. Um, uh, number eleven series lasted longer than the Korean War. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, uh, three spinoffs. We knew that. Yeah. Because we watched the pilot, or we watched the opening credit sequence of Walter, the <laughs> the Radar O'Reilly becomes a cop show. Yeah, I watched the whole thing for autopilot. It's bad. It's very bad. Don't watch it. I would That's highly funny. Recommend against it. And I want to say, and it's funny, it's not mentioned in the list here, but there was a anachronism where the, was it that they were talking about King Kong or, no, was it King Kong, Godzilla? I don't know. There was something where they, they brought up something that hadn't come out yet um, that, that happened after the Korean War. I want to say Godzilla was, you know, way earlier, though. I thought Godzilla Japan. was like the... Mid to the late 40s, 50s, 50s or something. It was definitely yeah. 50s, but I don't remember when in the 50s because this war was in the 50s also. Yeah, was it a mention of Elvis? Maybe. Is it a music thing? Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. There was there was some anachronism. Uh, I like when they do uh, that. I do too. And Those are screw ups I can get behind. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, I like this one about Radar. His teddy bear was sold at an auction and then returned to him. That's very sweet. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it got returned to him. I remember it being in the um, uh, in the, the Smithsonian, or uh, mm -hmm. I think it was Smithsonian. I guess I could look at this article. So says, Berghoff uh, says, Radar's teddy bear had been lost for 30 years until it suddenly turned up in an auction in 2005. A medical student bought it for $11,500. Jeez, how are you paying for your medical student loans and also buying a teddy bear for eleven grand? Anyway, mm -hmm. then he promptly sold it back to Berghoff. Doesn't say for how much, but... Hmm. Berghoff now owns that bear again, I guess. Sleeps with it. That's cool. My understanding. <laughs> really? Yeah. And does it replace one of his fingers? No, he's just laying there, you know, every yeah. day. And is still holds a clipboard in the left hand so no one knows he's missing fingers or whatever. is wrong with his huh. hand. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so there was a, uh, in the episode Der Tag, uh, Radar is uh, sleeping with uh, not only his teddy bear, but a copy of The Avengers. Oh, cool. Comic book which was not created until 1963. Um, the same episode, they hold up a package of Fig Newtons, which um, has uh, packaging from the 1970s. Nice. Let's see. They had a whole Maybe episode. It's cold outside. 
Sun Valley Serenade. They show a movie. Oh, that hadn't come out yet. Uh, uh, no, the movie had come out, but they oh they just talk about uh, a figure skater who um, uh, had not done a triple axel or some garbage like that. Let's see, there it is. Um, yeah, here we go. Springtime. Radar, who we've established as a time traveler, again slips up and reveals himself when he mentions tonight's movie is the firstborn of Godzilla. However, the massive monster did not make his debut until Ishiro Honda's 1954 film, Godzilla. <laughs> he is a time traveler. That's right. I like it. So that's there how he go. could always tell that uh, the, the helicopters were coming before everybody else. He was actually traveling in time a few seconds right. ahead. Yes. All right. Well, Love I, stuff like that. There's a too. lot in this list. Jeez. I'm sure there are. There, I'll bet if you take any historically sensitive time setting mm-hmm. for a TV show, I'll bet they all screw mm-hmm. up all the time. Totally. Right. I remember there was this episode of Game of Thrones where uh, Sansa Stark was drinking out of a Starbucks cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was vaping in a scene, too, I think. She was vaping. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And that particular flavor of Jewel Pod had not come out. Uh, yeah. Before that. Uh, before that. Uh, before that time in this fictitious before world. Before that time period. Yeah. Yeah. I the one I remember the most that I'll never forget was when I noticed in the theater, in uh, Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring, mm-hmm. when they're leaving the Shire, there's a wide shot, and there's a truck driving way over there. <laughs> really? Yeah. They've taken it out so you can't see it into. Maybe the DVDs have it, but the Blu-rays don't. No, the elves have don't. trucks. The elves drove trucks. Yeah, they were into their trucks. <laughs> They've been there a long time. They'd really advanced past the rest of uh, really had yes Middle exactly. Earth. Yeah, that's true. But if you ever catch that, it's great. It's hard to find it. I think it's on YouTube. Love you can it. see it. But I remember thinking, that eh, shouldn't be there. That's a truck. Yeah, that's somebody driving around New Zealand. That's no good. <laughs> Just out picking up picking up melons. Don't, melons. Don't, mi- don't, mi- melons. don't mind me picking up melons. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that's all well and good. Uh, what's up now is uh, you guys, prizes, and fun with uh, our good buddy Randy, who's sitting in for Dunaway today, who apparently has meetings or something. Uh, he has a, uh, he's going to the chiropractor for a back problem. Oh, a back problem, eh? Yes. I've had yes. that recently as well. He's come back too many times to Babel Royale, and as a result, his back is uh, aching. Nailed it. Now this. Oh, that didn't work. Hold on. There it is. Welcome, everybody, to the program. Our lovely stand-in. He's not quite Brian Dunaway, but neither is Brian Dunaway quite like Randy Deluxe. Hi, Randy. Oh, good morning. How are you? Oh, good morning. Hello. Good to hear you, man. Yeah, how are you? It's good to hear you. Happy New Year, my friends. Thank you. We yeah, you too. We uh, you're back from you know your your long trip to Canada. You're back here in the states, uh, enjoying I'm, the uh, beautiful Southern California weather. How's that all going? I used I used my body to process a couple of liters of scotch while I was there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hopefully all all at once, right? Uh, Just what uh, a big binge. It's amazing how if you you know like you can have a modest amount of a beverage, but if you do it every day for weeks. That's Jeez, trouble. You're like, whoa, that was a lot. Do you uh, do you still? T- I mean, you used to have brands that you would recommend, brandy brands or not brandy, um, uh, scotch brands. Do you still do you still have oh, one? Absolutely. Do you like what do you what do you tell people when they say uh, they need a uh, good so so I I like scotches from scotches from Isla, uh, 
which a lot of people pronounce Islay, uh, I-S-L-A-Y, is uh, it's an island yeah, in Scotland, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's my region, and they make them smoky there. Yeah. And so I, I like them all. Like, pretty much everything coming out of that island, there's I, I, there's there's a bunch. I, I like Ardbeg and Laphroaig and Lagavulin and so when on. When you say smoky, what's the, what's the how do they do that? Do they actually... They s- literally light the barrels on fire. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And then and then put it out. They don't burn the whole barrel away, but they <laughs> they they put enough char on the barrel uh-huh. that it imparts a smoke taste into the scotch. That's very they do it before weird. they put the scotch in. Otherwise, boom. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I I feel like I should have known that. I don't know why I didn't know that, but that's interesting. And it would you compare? Is it like smoking meat? Is it that sort of thing, or is it? Or is that not, a bad? not really? Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Like people who don't like smoky scotch will taste the least smoky scotch and go, "Ooh, no, it's too much." Yeah. But actually, it's not. There's not much there. It's a. It's a. A hint, an idea of smoke is an there. An idea of smoke. I like this. All right. Well, uh, chat room, if you want to talk to the smokiest gentleman we have in our lives, uh, call us, 801-471-0462. You could be a winner today. We're going to do a contest. I have no idea what our topic is. Brian keeps those close to the vest until do. we go right My for it. My vest right here. Yeah. I look in there and just peek and get it out of there. Yeah. So far, no oh. no takers on the call. It's in, it's in your clothes? <laughs> That's it's weird. in my clothes, yeah. Like right a good smoked okay. scotch, it's in his clothes. That's uh, right. Brian, Brian, sets him, <laughs> Brian sets himself on fire, but only just to char his outer it's shell. Just a, a char, yeah. yeah. Just uh, a little yeah, bit of a char. <laughs> it's not a problem. Uh, for some I, reason, oh, sorry, I, go ahead, go I, ahead. I, Modern Warfare, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, we have a caller on yeah. the line. This did finally work. I think there was something up with it for a minute, but it is now here. And we have someone on uh, the line. Hi, who's this? This is Robin. How are you? Hi, Robin. How are you? Robin. I'm better than yesterday. Oh, good. So oh, we're all good. 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 Yesterday <laughs> Yesterday is only uh, two days ago's today. No, wait. What? That's, That's not right. the phrase. That's not how it goes. Uh, <laughs> don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Yesterday's gone. Nailed it. Yesterday's there you gone. go. Thankfully. Robin, David. where are you from? She's from here. She's local. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Just, oh, I know this Robin. Yeah, Jim and Robin. They're yeah. uh, just up, love, just up the road. We love cards from Robin. Yes. <laughs> oh, the, her cards are amazing. Oh, my gosh. They are. She makes these amazing like 3D handcrafted cards for like events and stuff and it's just they're beautiful you still doing those all the time um i'm doing them i haven't had a very good few months so i haven't done as many but i am doing them all right well good Good. i hope that things get better and better for you as the time goes on but for today you're going to win some stuff that i'll bet jim will take right from you prize wise he's just going to want them (laughs) that's right Uh, we'll see how it goes Brian, why don't hey, you exp- that's cool. All right, cool. Brian, explain <laughs> how uh, she plays, what she wins, and what our topic we'll is. Do. Uh, I'll give uh, welcome, Robin. So I'm going to be giving Scott and Randy a topic. They're going to go back and forth, giving me answers for that topic. Our players are not allowed to Google answers, nor allowed to write down answers that they've used. But if one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Your job is to predict who will come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for a couple of Steam games, Awesome Knots. And Monaco, what's yours is mine, which we uh, tried to give away on Monday, but the person who won it already had it, so they got something else. That was Slucko. So Slucko said, put it back into the pool. So here it is in the pool. Monaco, what's yours is mine, and Awesome Knots, which uh, is a really, really good game about tying knots uh, in an awesome way. (laughs) I think. I'm assuming. I don't know. Nope. It's nothing like that, but I like your thinking. I like it. All right. (laughs) 
Uh, all right. Uh, let's give the guys their topic. They can start thinking about it. All right. Uh, the topic today comes to us from BarkBox. Last year, they gave us the top. Uh, they really gave us like a hundred of the top dog names for the year. I only I'm only looking at the top fifty. The top fifty names that people give their dogs, according to BarkBox subscribers, in 2019. 2019. Um, okay. 2019. Right. So popular dog names. Mm. Uh, and uh, let's see here. Any? I'm, I'm not going to give you any caveats or any uh, mulligans or anything like that. This is this is uh, fun. All right. Uh, okay. So, Robin, knowing that that's the topic, who would you like to go first, and who do you think is going to win this one? Well, this is hard because this is a fifty-fifty thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> kind of is. Yeah. So wait, wait. I just um, want to. I want to make sure I understand. This sure. is. This is the most popular used names, like the, the names that are mo most registered or something? Or this is just we, the people on this website, think these are the best names? So these are the most used. So BarkBox, when you sign up for their, their Loot Crate situation, you give them your dog's name. And, uh, or so I hear anyway. Uh, and they collect these names and they have the 50 most used, most, um, I mean, most popular. Not the best. Okay. Best name for a dog clearly is um, uh, is is John Malkovich, but uh, the these are the most frequently used names according to BarkBox subscribers. All right, all right. So, what do you think? Who should start? Um, I'm gonna let Randy start and Scott win. Okay. Okay, Scott, I'm letting you win, so thank you. I have high. Yes, thank you for letting and allowing me to win. Let's see if I can do it. <laughs> I don't have a ton of confidence in this one, but I'm gonna give it my best shot. But Randy, you begin. Okay, I begin. I, I'm just, I just want you to know I'm going to mess this up. I can't. I, can't, I feel really bad about it. So, so I'm just gonna, I am going to name my coworkers' dogs the ones where I know of more than one dog with the same name. That's my only strategy. All right. Here. Okay. okay. Like a good All one. right. Yeah. So uh, there's lots of dogs named Charlie. There are a lot of dogs named Charlie. So much so, in fact, that is the number two most popular dog name. Charlie, eh? Charlie, yes. Uh, Very good for a basset hound. And we have right. no mulligans, right? No mulligans on this one. Nope. Um, Sophie. Sophie, uh, number 21 Oof. on the list. <laughs> it's a little too low for comfort, but okay, I'll take it's it. It's all right. Still, uh, still well within the top 50. All right. I'm also, I'm also out of practice, and I'm in my brain going, now don't say what's already been said. Right, Don't I know. say That's what's the... already been said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Said, uh, everybody loves to name their dog Bailey. Uh, everybody does love to name their dog Bailey. Number six on the list is Bailey. Okay. Um... <laughs> what if we get them all? Like what? Like this could take an hour, dude. It could. It, it could. could. I don't think it will. I don't think it will either. <laughs> How about Buster? Buster. Oh come on. Buster is not. No! Oh my god. <laughs> and it. you were worried it would take an hour. <laughs> can no, I, no Buster can at I, all. Can I throw some more guesses yeah, at you just sure, based on my coworkers' dogs' names because they're all the same. All right, there are so many people whose dogs. Are named uh, Daisy, Sadie. Well, well um, Scott and I have a Daisy, yeah. and that's number eight. Oh, I should have said Daisy. I had a Daisy. I don't have her anymore. Sadie, number nine. 
Okay, uh, Bella. There's like five dogs in my building named Bella. Number one uh, for 2019, number one most used dog name was Bella. Really? Wow. I yeah, I could have done this for a while, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you you had you've got you had the leg up, especially because you guys have that weird like bring your dog to work every day thing going on at Blizzard. We don't. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think well, about that. Well, we have that too, Scott. We can bring our dogs to work. <laughs> we every can, day. but I made I named mine Jim. Speaking of Blizzard, I named mine Jim Rayner and uh, Deckard Kane the cat. Oh, and, <laughs> I know. And yeah, Jim Rayner and Deckard, neither of those surprisingly on the list. Is, no uh, Cindergosa, no. Uh, is, that's, and that's the thing that surprises me. I would think at Blizzard you'd have a lot of dogs named like we do, but I Ar- wasn't gonna. Arthas. I wasn't gonna name them. Arthas is real popular. Nefarian is a dog. Sure. Uh, the one I was uh, considering guessing later, if I was desperate, is Winston because there's like three dogs named Winston. Oh. It feels like it transcends. That would, yeah, that would come out of that would be that's a transcendent. A, that's the uh, in the Venn diagram of Blizzard names and most popular dog names. That one's in the center of the Venn diagram. Oh, number wow. thirty-seven on the list. Wow. Is Winston. Can you tell me if I? So I was gonna say, um, oh shoot. Uh, ah, I forgot what I was gonna say. I had I'll, another I'll one. I'll tell you all of them. I yeah, can tell, r- tell us the rest. Quick. Rip through those. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bailey, Bear, Bella, Bentley, Buddy, Charlie, Chloe, Coco, Cooper, Daisy, Dexter, Diesel, Duke, Ellie, Gracie, Harley, Jack, Jax, Jake, X, uh, Leo, Lily, Loki, Lola, Lucy, Luna, Maggie, Marley, Marley, huge. I'm surprised Marley isn't higher. 46 on the list, but Marley, I, I seem to know a lot of people with Marley dogs. Yeah. Max, my, uh, Mia, Milo, Molly, Murphy, Nala, Oliver, Penny, Piper, Riley, Rocky, Rosie, Roxy, Ruby, Sadie, Scout, Sophie, Stella, Teddy, Toby, Tucker, Winston, Zeus, and Zoe. Wow. Oh, Zoe's uh, a good one. Zoe's a good one. Yeah. Number the, on the list Zoe. As, you, as you guys know, for a very, very long time, I've had the rubric for uh, developing your own perfect dog name. Mm. And all it is is any real name that starts with a consonant and ends with the sound E. And mm-hmm. then you've got it. Like uh, my, the Two dog. Syllables. Yeah. The dog my closest co-worker, uh, Katie Malin, has in our office every day who sits behind me and constantly sticks his snout under my hand is Whiskey. It's the perfect name, Whiskey. That's perfect. Whiskey's whiskey, pretty good. You, you have to be able to go, Whiskey. Yeah. I thought uh, a couple of weeks ago I was talking to, I can't remember who I was talking to about this, but I think it was when my family was in town. We were talking about dog names. And I thought it would be fun to name, to have two dogs, give them exactly the same name. But you say one of their you like you put the emphasis on a different syllable for each dog. So this dog is Bailey, and this dog is Bailey. <laughs> oh my god! Because the dogs would know, like Bailey, come and eat, and Bailey would come and eat. And yeah, it's like uh, it's like talking Mandarin or whatever. You, you can right exactly. Yeah. It's right plays right into that Far Side cartoon. It's blah 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 blah. It's where your and emphasis the- is. Yeah. Well, well and done. By the way, my my dog's name is Salty. I did not hear Salty in that list. Salty yeah. is not on the list. Well, Robin, how do you feel about putting your trust in me today? How does it feel? Oh, you know, everybody's allowed a pass. Thank you, thank you for my pass. <laughs> Tell Jim I'll, he can get these games in some other way. Uh, but you did great, and uh, we loved having you on. We'll see you later. Oh, that was loud. All right, hey. Uh, so, uh, Randy, I was going to say one other thing to you. What was it? Don't remember. It was something cool. Uh, oh, were we were, we, were should, we finished talking about modern warfare? We, we should play it, is what I, I was, was. going to say. We should get in there. <laughs> <laughs> we should get in there sometime, team up, and just have a little fun. I'm, that's all I'm saying. That should be that would be a good thing. So think about now it. Now I'm gonna I gotta send uh, 
I got to send Brian the special edition and a battle pass and everything and, and <laughs> oh, trick okay. him into. Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, I see. Well, I see how it is. Okay, everybody. Hey, say, say goodbye to uh, Randy, everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for like he doesn't have any way of contacting me other than on this. I know, show. I know. Like we don't ever have communication throughout the week in That's other right. ways. Uh, but we appreciate him sitting in for uh, Dunaway. We hope Dunaway's back thing uh, gets popped right back into place. And now, a brief respite of news, and it begins here. Hi, breaking news. <laughs> All right, Brian, Who? Uh, what's the news brought to us by? My God, wow, that was uh, great. Mm. Uh, yeah, the news brought to you by Coverville today, celebrating the birthday of Michael Stipe, uh, vegan uh, squirrely man and lead singer of the band R.E.M. I don't know if he's really a squirrely man, but he <laughs> seems like a squirrely man. Anyway, uh, you will hit. You will hear all of their biggest hits covered by other people as well as some songs that they've covered. Look for a preponderance of uh, the letter R. In, oh. uh, in their songs. Nice. That's how I like yes. them. Is like me in the corner. Yeah, me, that me in the corner. Again, even the word spotlight sounds like they put an R in there somehow. <laughs> Spartlight. Yeah, <laughs> Spartlight. <laughs> I love REM, though. They're one of those bands I that just... Too. I never get tired of listening to REM. I could put them on any I never get tired of listening to REM uh, automatic for the people and before. I, I'm not a big fan of like uh, the, the later albums like Up or... Um, Stuff got a little poppy then. It did get a little poppy and just a little eh, little samey-samey, but man, you look at um, Document and Green, I mean, those are such great albums. They so really are good. That's probably where you're going to see actually a lot of the, the music focus today is on the stuff I enjoyed. So uh, check out uh, Coverville today, twitch.tv slash Coverville, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and listen, listen along as we listen to some great indie artists cover R.E.M. Has anyone ever done a cover of What's the Frequency, Kenneth? Yes. Yeah? Somebody has. Wow. I don't have a cover of that in, in uh, today's show, but um, I did see that there were some covers. Let me see here. That's such a uh, bizarre story behind that song. Yeah, everything about um, that song is weird. Um, let's see. Because it's something to do with, like, Dan Rather and... Yeah, a band called Monsters of Rock covered it in 2011. That one I do have in my library, but I played that on episode 816 of Coverville, so uh, I did not did not want to reuse it for this one. Sure. Well, I'm excited to hear this episode because I like R.E.M. and I like covers, and well, I like you. Well, you'll, like, you'll like the two things in this show, then. Yeah, everything but the host. Just kidding. We like you as well. Oh, what? what, what oh. <laughs> Look how taken aback he is. Everybody. I got, I got zinged. You got so zinged. All right, here's your single story of the day. If we have, we may have time for two. We'll see. Yeah. An alarmed neighbor called the police about a woman screaming, "Let me out!" That's pretty scary, right? It's scary. It is. That's scary. Jeez. Turned out to be a parrot. Wasn't a person at oh. all. Yeah. It was an effing bird. Uh, an, alarm, an alarmed neighbor called police after hearing what she thought was a woman screaming, help me, help me, let me out. Turned out to be a parrot. Four sheriff's deputies responded to the residence in Lake Worth Beach in Florida on December there's, 29th. There's a yep. woman next door that really wants a cracker. <laughs> police, please help this woman. She wants a cracker. Oh, Speaking of which, I don't know if you've ever heard this before. I didn't know this until Carter pointed it out to me. But there, uh, did you know that like crows can mimic people and say stuff? I didn't know I didn't this. Know about crows. I was surprised to find out that magpies, and that's kind of this sad video that's getting uh, sent around because of this Australia, the Australia fires, is that there's a magpie that 
that can impersonate the sound of fire truck sirens. Oh my gosh, that's that's horrifying. Yeah. And so somebody's recorded. It's oh, I don't like that. I didn't know. I didn't know magpies could imitate his, uh, imitate either. But crows, that's scary. Like they're already they're, they're already, already freaky weird. enough. Yeah. We don't need them being able to impersonate us. And they kind of have lower, more crusty voices. And so they sound sure. really creepy when they say stuff. Let me see if I can see. I always come back. <laughs> <laughs> Nevermore. Let's see. Brandon Lee is alive. <laughs> yeah, ravens or I guess crows and ravens can do it. But here's here's a crow doing it. Um, let's see. So this is Jet's enclosure for the winter time. And we're going to wow. go in. Sounds like a woman even. Yeah. She, he came in as a fledgling. He had okay. a broken I want to hear the bird talk. Not... Had gone to adopt the train parrots to people okay. and it was a okay. okay they didn't show the bird talk at all that's oh really not through that whole thing yeah that sucked okay here's one here's a raven doing it okay whoops okay just a minute. Right. sounds they hear mischief can you say hello hello see hello hi hi Good oh, job. I don't like it. See, there's something about it. There's something I know. about it. I want it. my I want my uh, talking birds to be brightly colored and <laughs> and fun and friendly looking. Yeah, no, like characters from the movie Rio. Yeah. I don't want them looking like characters from the movie The Crow. Yeah, exactly. Look like freaking. No, oh, I don't know. Something about it. Something about it really rubs me wrong. Are watching on the wall, bro. <laughs> There's wildlings coming, Brock. Well, and Rainbow Bright said it right. They sound like real people, and that's what's throwing me. And I know a lot of, you know, they, they all freak us out that they can do the words at all, but when you have the tone of a human and not, <laughs> like, that's different. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hello. I'm like, oh, shit. What is that? This, this one sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, not cool. All right. Anyway, it was a bird. That's the whole story. Hey, check this one out. Uh, this Japanese company wants you to uh, have a wearable replica mask of your pet's head. Do you oh, want? Do you terrific. want that? Do you want to have that? Uh, I'd want it briefly to freak out my the animal itself. Okay. Well, <laughs> like this is what you sound like. Me me me. Bear me more food. This is, Let me go outside and poop. This is apparently what they're doing. Uh, like the photo on the top of the page shows. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Cat. That is fantastic isn't that great and look how realistic it is yeah it's really freaky Chara, except for the eyes <laughs> yeah <laughs> the eyes are like freaked the out eyes permanently. Are a little freaky yeah uh so here's the here's the few step process they're wearable and they're terrifying the process is super simple you basically just fill out this little website use some photos and stuff like that and then they make the replica sure. and they send it to you um Let's see. Uh, that's sponsored. Okay. It's not cheap. You want to do this? It's about 300,000 Japanese yen or in US dollars, $2,712.60 plus shipping. Yeah, no. Not going to do it. No, well, I'll wear my, I can wear my animal's real head as a mask <laughs> for cheaper. <laughs> now, he doesn't mean skin it and wear it. He means he'll just put it up on top of his head, right? You don't. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what I mean. That's yeah, what you exactly. meant. Yes. Yeah, of course. Why would he mean Rubs the else? friskies on its skin or else it gets the hose again. There it is. Anyway, if you got the money, you got the you got the cat head. All right. Yeah. Finally, a, an American tourist being super dumb got trapped in a luggage hold in an Israeli bus. 
<laughs> so he went from being an American tourist to being an American tourister. That's hey. right. Hey ho! He can take a beating and no wait. What's the ones with the uh, gorillas? Samsonite. Oh, Samsonite. Yeah, I have so, I have a clip of Fletcher saying something about Samsonite. The, the, oh yeah, the the style of Europe. No, how's it go? Hold on, now I gotta find I don't it. Know. Yeah, find it. Samsonite. Here we go. The sensation of Europe, now made in America by Samsonite. There you go. Uh, that's the one. Yep, sure. I knew I had that. Uh, anyway, this kid, he's 19. Uh, he's my son's age. This makes perfect sense. Uh, he was trapped in a luggage hold on an Israeli bus while traveling from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Uh, the kid's from New Jersey. Called police from under the moving bus on Saturday night from his cell phone. Police who tracked the bus using GPS stopped the bus about 20 minutes later. Uh, the teen had climbed into the spacious under the bus to remove his suitcase when the door closed with him inside. Oh, that would suck. Do you do you think that's that's just the story he told? I think he's like, I bet I could, I bet I could sneak into this uh, luggage hold. I'm totally gonna stream this. I, I mean, I you're not wrong to be skeptical. No, man, I was trying to get in there to get my luggage, and I climbed completely inside the uh, the luggage handling space and got completely out of sight. Just because I was trying to get my luggage. Yep. It's it's probably, you're probably right. He says this in a quote. My heart is pounding fast, but I am fine. I called the police. In the meantime, I'm here among all the bags and suitcases. It's very stressful, says the team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brian just is not buying it. I Whatever. love it. I'm not buying it. The skepticism is just <laughs> leaking out of you. Is there a picture of the kid? Because, uh... You know, uh, I like to I like to judge purely on looks. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There he is. Yeah, that. Looking for, ah. He's looking for clicks, clicks likes, Whoa, and subscribes. What? I'm sorry. What, what was that first for? word that came out there? I think the word I said was clicks is what he's <laughs> looking for. I don't think I said any other word besides clicks with a CK. Oh, I'm sure nobody. We don't have anyone in the community that will go and isolate that, and then we'll find out. I don't think other. so at all. I don't think that's. Uh... Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Oh yeah. See, so, yeah, so Chad, there's the kid. If that's not some jokester, nineteen year old, then I, I'm with Brian on this. I think that guy <laughs> thought he was being funny, is what I think. Yeah, exactly. I said click. <laughs> I said click. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, uh, REM does a great cover of the Clicks song "Superman" that oh. became a big hit for them. But people think it's them originally. No, the I did too. The, uh, I am Superman, and I can do anything. That's uh, that's REM. I would. I mean, that's the clicks originally. Oh, see, I had no idea. Yeah. I was sure that was R.E.M. Yeah. yeah no, I no, am no, Superman. No. You know, that makes sense because the song, even though it's R.E.M.-ish, it's still, it sounds like maybe it's from somewhere else. So I mm-hmm. get that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's take a break. When we come back, Tom will be here, we believe. We're trying this. He's at a hotel room uh, in Las Vegas. So we're going to hopefully we have a decent connection. That sort of stuff works. So we'll give that a shot cool. in a minute. So he's coming up. Uh, also, after that, Nicole, I assume. Oh, she said, yep. So she's in. Cool. So uh, lots of stuff. Hopefully, we stuff. don't have, hopefully, Tom does not have a black light that he can turn on while, uh, while in his, uh, while he's Vegas in that hotel. Vegas hotel room. Yeah. Nobody wants that, especially Tom Merritt. That's right. Anyway, oh, that Blue Ridge John found the, uh, <laughs> found the clip. Oh, great. Let's hear it real quick. This All right. Let's hear it. Here we go. I'm going to play this. He's ah. looking for clip, clicks. Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think I heard. That's been doctored. That's a deep fake right there. Yeah, yeah, it was a really rapid deep fake. Well done, guys. Clearly a deep fake. Uh, all right, we'll take that break now. Let's do a song though. Okay. Do you have one? 
I do. Let's uh, listen to a brand new or a band that has a brand new album coming out on February 14th. The album is called Mercy, uh, coming out on Sacred Bones Records. This is the first single. You can hear it right now. It's called Children All Over the World. Their band name, not terribly Googleable. Their name is The Men. From their upcoming album, Mercy, here are The Men and Children All Over the World. Thank you. 
like you. I wouldn't go to a rat fight with you. So now you know. I'm sorry to hear that. They taste great because they've got great things in them. Exterminate! Exterminate! This is the Morning Stream. All right, we're back, everybody. <laughs> I left that camera shot on you the whole time. Sorry. Oh, did you? That's yeah. fine. Whatever. I usually put us yeah. in a little bit of a, like a logo yeah, holding like pattern, that. and I forgot. Right, right. Just keep it on me. That's fine. Let people watch me <laughs> drum on my desk with my uh, my Uniball Vision. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be pen. It could be worse. You could be a you could be a picker. You know, you're not a nose picker. I could. It's like, oh, camera's off. Yep. Totally could have happened. Never know. Go dig deep. Uh, let's see. We got Tom coming up right up here from the uh, hotel space that he is in, and I'll play this before he gets here. Now, if you'll excuse me, wrong one. Let's not play that. Let's play Tom's. Where is it? There it is. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. He is in Las Vegas, and he is consuming all that the Consumer Electronics Show has to offer. Tom, hello. I've I've consumed. Ah, I can the hear entire electronic show. I can hear it in your voice. I hear it's a, there's a little bit of crust going on there. <laughs> Seems all consuming. Yeah. Yes, it is all consumed. Oh, looking. All right, I'm going to tell you. He's uh, looking at his room. I'm going to mm-hmm. say he's in the. Uh, it looks like uh, Bally's. No. Oh shoot! Where are you then? 
or do you want to say? You don't have to Pointed say. Towards the oh, no, I'm, I'm towards about the to wind. check out. Uh, I'm, at, I'm at the Renaissance. Ah, the Renaissance. Oh, I never would have guessed the Renaissance. Yeah. I mean, basically, if you're in the Central Hall like we are uh, for the broadcast, you either want to be in the Westgate, the Renaissance, or at worst, one of the 17 Marriott's across the street. So you don't have to go right. far to get, get oh, there. Oh, yeah, good yeah. point. You, you don't, don't want to stay down South Strip to get to uh, no, <laughs> no, Las Vegas I mean, Convention Center. We were in the South Hall for CNET one year, and they had us at the Palms. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's even oh. worse. That's horrible. Yeah. At least if you're in one of the right places, you could monorail to. Yeah, right. Right, right. Center, but, uh, well, I'm I'm just glad to have you here. I mean, this is a this is a good deal because you're there like in the thick of it. And everybody, as, as we were leading up to this, I had a bunch of people on Twitter and others say, hey, Tom's on today. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I think I think we're going to go for it and get him on. And they say. Uh, is he going to talk about the proliferation of sex toys at CES this year? And I said, <laughs> the return of sex toys. <laughs> I said, no, probably not. We're probably going to talk about uh, something well, else. We are now, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, no, you know, it's funny. Uh, th- that all stems. This this is what I consider sort of uh, a tempest in a teapot happening over there on the Twitters and the Reddits and, and sure. stuff, uh, which is fun for people to to speculate about. Last year. Uh, there was a, a to-do about a, a maker of a sex toy not being allowed to exhibit uh, and then, you know, relenting and letting them exhibit. And then then there was not being allowed to win an award and then relenting and all this stuff. Uh, so this year, uh, CTA said, look, you know, we're going to certify uh, certain toys, whether they have a sexual purpose or not, based on the technology. Right. We're, we're going to stop uh, keeping it out. The reason the CTA had kept it out, as far as I can tell, was that there used to be AVN, which mm. was an adult-oriented uh, expo at the same time as CES, right. and I think they just didn't want to step on each other's toes, so they they drew up some some nice thick lines or, between or it. any other parts. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and uh, and and AVN isn't happening at the same time as CES anymore. So oh. uh, this is this is the uh, falling of that wall that is no longer needed. In my, they were opinion. tired of people bringing all that tech to the uh, the adult movie awards. Yeah, they they haven't <laughs> well, done hey, simultaneous uh, shows for a while now, right? It's been a few years. No, they haven't. They haven't. Yeah. And 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 that left people who had tech in that space nowhere to show during CES. Like if it didn't matter to them if they're showing at ABN, they're like, oh, no, no problem. We'll get people to you know come over because they'll be in town anyway. Right. Um, so, yeah. So this is the first year where everybody's like, ooh, the, the sex toys have been allowed in. Where are they? Mm-hmm. Uh, Father Robert Balliser, uh, I run into a couple of times here, says he can't go 50 feet without seeing a sex toy. I personally haven't noticed that maybe i'm just not looking i don't know yeah maybe but it's funny I, this is exactly what i thought your response would be because the I'm way these well these blogs have been just like can you believe or this and that and i, and I went mm, this smells like something tom would tell me is overblown and probably not <laughs> exactly what they say it is so we were standing the, in the middle of the showstoppers press conference uh the, these these press conferences like showstoppers bring in a bunch of the the vendors into one place uh, so that it's easier to to walk around and talk to a bunch of them without having to walk the show floor. Uh, there's there's a few of those uh, every year at CES. And and Father Robert said, like, I can't walk 50 feet. He said that. I was like, where's the nearest one? And he pointed. Uh, and Roger and Sarah, in the name of science, went off uh, to investigate it. And they're like, they came back and they're like, nee, I don't know. Is it, it um, how many feet it, was are it? they further apart if they're 50 foot sex toys, though? <laughs> <laughs> How far do you have yes. to walk to see a 50 That, would, that would be a total of 150 feet. Wow, <laughs> that's there's three of them right there. Um, right all next to each other. <laughs> so, all right, well, that is that is something I did at least want to uh, clear the air on. But I did want to know, so every every time you go, we and, and if we have the opportunity to have you on during a week where you're at CES, I always like to ask what your 
your big thing was. Um, before I ask you that, though, and like the thing that really jumped out at you and you think is significant, uh, I noticed this one thing, and I just want to get your take on it. Samsung's introducing or talking about this is going to shock everybody, but Samsung showed off some TVs this year. As among what? among many products, they have lots lots of stuff, but the Samsung TV in particular that I saw was the one that they were touting as an answer to. Uh, how people use their phones now. So basically, this TV will rotate. It's 16 by 9 uh, normally, but... Yeah, the, the click, Zero. The, yes, that's the name. And it will rotate to be portrait anytime you want. So I guess you can watch your TikToks there or whatever you're going to do. Um, mm -hmm. What is your take on that as a thing? Do you ever see yourself in the living room hitting a button on your remote going, man, I sure wish this was in portrait mode. And turning well, when TV. they showed it off at CES last year, oh. my take was, oh, this is a, a nifty concept. I wonder if they'll ever sell it. Yeah. Uh, they did start selling it in South Korea this past year, in 2019, uh, and it does seem to be kind of a, a gimmick object, right? It's it's not for the general everyday TV viewer. It's for somebody who wants to have kind of a fashion statement, almost a style statement. Mm -hmm. uh, and they did announce that the Zero will now be uh, coming to markets worldwide. I don't think they gave any dates or exact markets. Uh, but yeah, this is this is like uh, Samsung also has the frame TVs yeah. where they they have like a, a nice border oh, around so that it looks like a picture looks like a piece of art on your wall. You can even subscribe to curated art from Samsung for $4.99 a month that will show up on your Samsung when you're not watching TV. And they've added new new colors to the frame border that you can get from. So so Samsung likes to do these kind of artsy things it's it's just a style situation mm. and i guess if you're like really into instagram snapchat or whatever uh you, you might you might love to be able to watch your your portrait videos up on a big tv like mm. that you know if if, uh, if it allowed you to split the screen horizontally and have two different programs on the top and bottom mm -hmm. then i could see you know but again i don't know you wouldn't be able to listen to both of them at the same time or you could but it would kind of suck yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, be like yeah. a, a new iteration of picture in picture. So it's like, I mean, oh, she wants to watch Real Housewives. I want to watch uh, yeah. uh, The Expanse. Uh, maybe you know, Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> the bottom half goes to my well, and the top half goes to her. Interesting that you mentioned that. Uh, Bluetooth Sig announced the new Bluetooth spec, which doesn't do what you're talking about, but it can broadcast audio to multiple people. Oh wow! So, oh, uh, that's so, cool. So the new spec, uh, which will come later this year. It, like, let's say you were in a theater and you had a hearing aid. Mm -hmm. uh, you could go into the theater and tap into a Bluetooth stream of the audio from the movie into your hearing oh. aid. Other people could choose headphones, and you can you can broadcast that audio by Bluetooth to the entire audience if you need. Wow, that's Holy more cow. that's more like Wi-Fi like, isn't it? Like a in a way because it's like I mean yeah because it's because it's broad <laughs> it's broadcasting uh, audio rather than point to point. That's also gonna there's there's some some of that same technology in the Bluetooth six spec is gonna make it so that they can send audio to each of your pods if mm -hmm. you have uh, wireless earbuds oh, so cool. that the pods yeah. don't have to talk to each other the way that they do now. For instance, Apple has their own proprietary way to to keep them uh, talking to the phone directly rather than having to talk to each other, but it's going to be in the Bluetooth spec next. Oh, I like, so are you saying I like that, that I could go to a movie theater sometime in the future and uh, put in uh, earbuds, Bluetooth earbuds, hear the movie, and block out the sound of the idiots around me? Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna promise you the idiot part. No, but well, yeah, but you could. It. But there, there's hope. There's I love hope. that idea. If there was just something that would automatically make the uh, 
the person who pulls their phone out during uh, the climax of the movie yep. uh, automatically vaporize into a puff of smoke. I don't know if I'm just unaware, but I never run into those people. Wow. Like, they're all in Colorado. They're, yeah. they're what I'll do here. is I'll start taking pictures of them during the film. Uh, yeah, please. I'll pull out my phone and <laughs> take pictures. Walk over with a flash. Excuse me, may I take a picture of you? I know you're being loud. I wanted to get I, your consent. Yeah, I need a photo of how loud you've been. Uh, well, all right. So those are fun and interesting. But I want to know what Tom Merritt thought was the big deal at CES this year, or the thing that caught you the most. What did you What did I you jive on? No, I mean, it, I, I tell you what. The this this is a little bit of a cop out answer, but I saw more interesting things than usual mm. this year, uh, and I heard that from a lot of people. Like, is this show better this year? Are you finding more stuff? And I attribute that to the Internet of Things finally starting to come to fruition. Mm. Uh, you know, you can make fun of all of the smart toothbrushes and, and stuff like that, but there really are a lot of uh, like offline smart locks or or hubless uh, uh, lights, uh, you know, switches that don't need like complicated installation and can set up easier. Uh, so we really were seeing more practical stuff uh, that is shipping this year than I think usual. Mm. And I expect that to be true next year as well. I, I so I, I think the smart home stuff here has really taken me. Not any one particular smart home item uh, comes to mind, but there's just a, there's just a ton of these these sorts of locks and and things that are appearing to be easier for people to access, and 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 more than just the geeks. I think maybe up them. That's one trend I'm noticing. A lot of sleep tracking stuff here. Mm. Uh, I was just writing up uh, an article for DTNS today about a Linksys router that has something called a wellness pod you can add. It's a mesh Wi-Fi router. And if you add that pod, it can track your breathing and your sleeping Wow! so that it can tell if you've got issues it can help identify like apnea, sleep apnea yeah. uh and and that sort of thing and it can do motion detection which it already could do uh, on top of that as well as detect falls you know which is you know good if you're getting older uh so so yeah there's there's a lot of that kind of health and wellness uh stuff showing up as well the one thing that that i loved and i've seen it twice now and i, I still love it was a very simple thing it's a it's an automatic matcha tea maker Ooh. So it's a it's green tea, but you don't need pods. You don't need special stuff. You just it takes good old fashioned leafy green tea. You buy the matcha, put it in there, and it pulverizes it, turns it into a powder, and brews like a perfectly fresh and quite delicious. I've had it twice now. Um, green tea. That so. is my jam. I love matcha tea. Now you got it's me from excited. Kuzen. Kuzen. Uh, yeah. Kuzen. Is that a C or a K? It's a C. It's a C. Uh, Kuzen Matcha. C-U-Z-E-N. All right. Uh, $290 for pre-order now. Oh, look at that. Yep, there it is. Oh. Okay. Well, now you, now you got me. Now CES is a, is super relevant. Because <laughs> of green tea. Yeah, that's all it took. Um, all right. Well, there's uh, I, there's a DTNS today. I know you're traveling. Are you? Uh, what's the what's the uh, plan? Are you going to be on today? Yeah. Or? So uh, the past two days we've we've been in the central hall uh, recapping all the shows. So if you you if you haven't been keeping up on CES, uh, it'll take you just just about an hour to listen to the past. Uh, two episodes, maybe hour and ten, uh, and we'll give you everything that has happened to CES through one thirty after uh, p.m. in the afternoon yesterday. Uh, today we're doing a more normal show. There's a little less news because all the pressers are done uh, for CES, but we will be doing it from the CES show floor. And I'm going to have Bill Detweiler and Shannon Morse on 
uh, Bill Duttweiler from Tech Republic, of course, Shannon Morse from Morse Code and, and uh, Threatwire. And they're going to talk about some of the things that they've seen uh, on the show floor uh, that caught their eye. Nice. I wonder how many feet apart they saw the sex toys because I want them to I, compare. Yeah, well, maybe we can gauge it and kind of narrow it. Maybe it's more like 47.5. <laughs> oh, man, get real granular there with the... Yeah. Uh, the sightings. All right. Well, that's excellent news. As always, uh, I think the best coverage of CES, and it was just great watching you guys from afar. Uh, videos and stuff look fun. Seeing a bunch of people come together like Allison Sheridan and uh, oh, yeah. Father uh, Robert and all these other guys all in one photo. It was just great. Good to see Iaz and all that. So uh, I hope you guys had a blast. That sounds like it was yeah fun. yeah uh and thanks to our patrons uh who who made it possible for us to travel here and and do this uh so that that'll be my shout out today patreon.com slash dtns very nice tom Merritt, everybody ace detect on twitter take it easy we'll see you soon Bye. Bye. see you, tom all right brian yeah i don't know about you but i'm ready for recommendals you think you think <laughs> are we are we good are we good yeah. for recommendal time okay. yeah i think we are Oh, Nicole's not online though, but that's okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll give it a shot, see what happens, and uh, yeah, see if we, we can. The gray rings of ringage. Yeah, the gray rings of ringage. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll just. Tell oh, her. there she is. She just said in chat, "Crap." Oh. She... <laughs> oh, she Mark! forgot to log in. Mark. You can blame Mark. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I love how many people know that reference. Just the yelling of Mark. Yes. That's great. You know we have our own memes here, Brian, and they're and they're we do. and they're small, and they you know we keep them to ourselves, but they're 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 good stuff. They're good stuff. I'm a sucker for a good meme. Me too. Meme. Know your meme. Um, all right. Well, we'll try her now and see what happens. Uh, by the way, the hotel Wi-Fi at the uh, where uh, Tom was was excellent. That was it very was great. Good. Yeah. yeah. Not used to Because it wasn't a strip hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Probably. How yeah. is that common? Like if you go to one of the things closer to the convention center or whatever, you're gonna get a better connection because you're not having to I deal mean, with like hundreds of drunk people or whatever, right? Right. Well, you're also you're also not um those hotels aren't gonna be as uh as filled and packed to the gills with people all trying to stream on the same Wi Fi. Yeah, see, I would think uh, it would be worse given that it's CES, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe well, not. That's true. Yeah, I mean that this would be the time that those people would be in those hotels. Yeah, very. But weird. I just know from our experience here on TMS that me trying to live stream, um, live streamer or or be on the show from a strip hotel can kind of suck. Yeah, it's not been great in the past, but no, uh, no. it's fine. Uh, yeah. While we wait for her, we are. Um, so we're getting closer to, to all of us uh, heading out to Vegas. We are. Uh, again, yes. this is like a, it's a bit of a TMS Vegas light in that the meetups and stuff are a little more loose, but we're, we're planning Thursday and Saturday still. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know what else we can tell people about that, except. Um, I've been, I can tell people that I've been working on uh, talking to a couple of strip hotels. I've not been able to get the kind of deals that we've been able to get downtown for like room blocks, which is a bummer because. Uh, we want to make it as cheap as possible, but we'd also, you know, we got a chance to mix it up and do something on the strip this time around. Sure. So, um, the deal you got uh, is insane. And if you hunt around, you can yeah. find some deals. Like yeah, Kim thinks she's found something good at the Luxor. I, I didn't, she hasn't told me how much yet or any of that, but the Luxor seems like a good, a good option. And so. if we're all in that, if we're all in that area, like, you know, Excalibur, Luxor, Tropicana, 
New York, New York, right? Um, MGM Grand. Then I think that's probably fine yeah. for for this year. You know? Yeah, we're all in the beep. backyard right there. Oh, I heard a beep. Yeah. I heard a noise. Beep, beep, oh, she's saying beep. She's saying meep. <laughs> Check it out. Nicole is here for recommendals, and we missed you horribly. We haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. How are you? It feels it feels like a long time. Yeah, it has been. Has it been like a month? <laughs> I think it's been since mm-hmm. before. Well, it was before Christmas for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I was Christmas shopping that one day, and I was like, "Oh no, I missed the show." <laughs> and yeah. then we've had two major holidays on Wednesdays yeah. in the last yeah, couple yeah. weeks. So. Yeah, yeah. We missed having you here. It's been uh, it's been a weird Nicole free yeah. zone. But how's your 2020 so far? I'm sure somebody enjoyed it. Oh, someone did. <laughs> I'm, I'm, someone always enjoys something, but they're weird. We don't like them. Exactly. Uh, you, uh, your New Year's okay so far? You're good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just a little, are you off? I'm off. Oh, I'm way off. I'm like hibernating and grumpy. Mm-hmm. Today I'm in a great mood, like, but usually like last I, night I sat down at like six o'clock in the, in the evening on the couch and then mm-hmm. I just cuddled with the dog for like an hour and a half because I just don't want to go outside. It's like snowing and it's fantastic. gray. <laughs> It was fantastic. Rusty, Rusty in the chat room goes, you think it's been a while since you've seen or you should see the gaps in Ladies of Leap podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's a new one, though, I heard. You put a new I one did. up. I did. I released it a month after we recorded it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pod fading. Wow. I, I just, I, I just, got, like, I got so overwhelmed yesterday that it was the kind of overwhelm that you just kind of stop. And I did, I did nothing. I'm like. I get that. I'm just gonna go play a video game. No, <laughs> that's I what I did. Dude, I was just so I'm with you. I'm everything. with you. And January, every year, January is like this for me. And I can't. I always try to like complain my way out of it and say I don't understand why I'm so tired. I understand why I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. And Kim's like, yeah. you know what? Sometimes you just it's fine. It's yeah. The holidays are over. It's a new year. It's freaking cold. It's gray. It's kind of nasty. There's like <laughs> rumblings of war in the air. Like maybe just sleep with the dog for an hour and a half on the couch. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, sometimes you just need to, you know, chill, and it's okay. Yeah, so that's what I the, the thing with Ladies Elite that's interesting, uh, Kim moved out into the country. Oh, right. She has weird and internet. She has, she has the worst internet. And we tried to record, but she has a 10-second delay oh, no. on everything that we uh, say. Oh, no. So we have to, like, coordinate her going to her friends and all that. And, yeah, it was it's, it's been interesting. <laughs> 10 second delay. Yeah. She just doesn't have options out there where she is. It's satellite. Satellite internet oh, is awful. Yeah, it's really bad. On the upload, especially. Yeah, satellite is in a pinch. You're like, I've got to get to a website and check my email. It's fine. Right. But if you're trying yeah. to like do any media, anything, you're screwed. It's bad. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> I had it once and I was working from home and I couldn't do any kind of calls or demos. I had to. Uh, sit out in my car in the parking lot and steal internet from Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> uh, you're the one that's closing all the stores. It's cousin Nicole. <laughs> that's right. Killing bookstores left and yeah. right. We have a. So I I totally feel for her. We have a Barnes and Noble downtown uh, in the Gateway that is this huge Barnes and Noble, and it just closed, and that oh. somebody bought it and turned it into the coolest bar. It is so oh, rad. Really? Yeah, like imagine a big Barnes and Noble with the multi floors and everything. 
Imagine that being turned into a giant bar. It's really That's cool. cool. It's way better than uh, Spirit Halloween swooping in and taking yes. it over. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to say, I hate those temporary holiday stores. They're the worst. Yeah. So but, when I lived just outside of D.C. Uh, for a few years, we used to go to a bar called Decades. Mm. And it was a dance club and bar, and each level was a di- different decade. Oh. So you had the 70s floor, the 80s floor. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was kind of neat. Yeah, and I don't know if it's cool. still around, but yeah. I like that kind By of the stuff. way, you know, I may have said what I said earlier, but nobody caught that Nicole just said each floor had a different dick. Oh, decade. <laughs> Did she say that? I mean, decade? Yeah. Decade? Dick, 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 decade? 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 Yeah. Every floor had a different dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, earlier Brian said something about the female anatomy, and so he was looking yeah. for a good uh, get you back, and I think he may have. Found I need. That. I needed somebody else to commiserate with yeah. on the <laughs> accidental uh, body part. Uh, oh I'm getting made fun of in the chat because. Uh, of my bar knowledge. I love bars. I just don't drink. It's okay. I'm old enough to go to a bar. I'm a big boy. I just don't drink. It's okay. And that one right downtown is cool. We're going to do like a local meetup there, I think, because it's it's neat. I want to So, cool. yeah. You'll both laugh at this. Um, yeah. Someone at my son's school asked me if I would be the spelling bee, uh, I guess, person that pronounces the words for the kids. And I oh, just start nice. laughing. <laughs> Like you don't want that's hilarious. <laughs> like celebrity with the name food celebrity names in there as well. So just any I, I always mispronounce every, it's not just celebrity yes. names, it's right. words in general. Man, I wanna see this. Uh, this I would pay Your money. Word is Dermic McRolney. <laughs> Used in a sentence. Dermic McRolney uh-huh. is the name of an actor. I want so bad to watch this. Can't you just live stream this or do it? No, you should do it. No. I, I just start laughing. Like, you do not want me pronouncing words for these kids. Oh, man. <laughs> it would could, be terrible. Could you do this word? I'm going to play it. Imponderabilia. Can you do that? What? Imponderabilia? <laughs> Imponderabilia. This yeah, that's so exactly funny. right. Yeah. Oh, you are you are the I'm perfect, terrible. Perfect I don't know. Yeah, you're my perfect. brain is, you know, maybe I ate paint chips as a kid. I don't no. know. <laughs> uh, well, don't yeah, worry about it. Among us didn't. <laughs> that's true. Well, maybe one of today's recommendals will blow those chip paint or paint chips out of your brain. Uh, we're gonna Yay. we're gonna do recommendals where we talk about streaming stuff we've seen recently on services of various types and whether or not we like them or we recommend them for people to check out and listen to. Uh, for some reasons. I died. Hold on, Brian. I don't see you. I still see and hear you. Well, I don't hear you on there, but I still see you on there. Yeah, it just closed on this side. Which makes gotcha. Sense. Okay, I think you're... Yeah. Tice tomato. Back in my day, the paint chips had lead. <laughs> so does your corral dishes, by the way. That's true. Here's another word to try. Oniric. Can you say that one? Oniric? Oh, you got it. Nailed it. Well, well done. I mean, you are playing the word for me. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But All right. if you yeah, like we just type, type the it word in the chat. Word. All right. How about this? I, little... How about this word? I just put it in our uh, Discord. Can you say that one? Oh, obacucular. Oba- <laughs> now I'm going to play it. Let's see. Orbicular. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd say at this, I think we're done with recommendals. I think we switched to doing this. We type words that have Nicole say them. Stop. No, it's terrible. Let me just say, you are the best sport. You're the best. Obicular. Obicular. You're the best sport about this. So don't, yeah. don't, For don't sure. go changing. All right. It's all right. Um, I'm laughing. You're making me cry. Stop. Sorry. I don't want to make you cry. All right. Uh, let's uh, get into it. So Brian, you'll begin as usual. 
Do you have a uh, setup for your clip for the? Uh, I mystery? do. I'll tell you that Nicole will have no problem pronouncing uh, the name of this show because uh, it's a letter of the alphabet. Oh well. <laughs> all right then. On that note, here it is. Well, hello there. Who are you? Based on your vibe, student. Your blouse is loose. You're not here to be ogled, but those bracelets, they jangle. You like a little attention. Okay. I bite. You search the books. Uh, fiction. F through K. Now, you're not the standard insecure nymph hunting for Faulkner. You'll never finish. Too sun-kissed for Stephen King. Who will you buy? You sound apologetic, like you're embarrassed to be a good girl, and you murmur your first word to me. Hello. Do you work here? I have no idea what that is. This is this you? It is you, yes. Oh, God. No, it's the so new season of The Bachelor on ABC. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to just punch him in the face. I don't know what it is. Yes. Tell me what this All is. Right, so He's kind is... of a stalker, right? Not just kind of a stalker. I mean, he is. He uh, latches on to this woman that comes into his bookstore and then uh, hacks into her social media, uh, spies on her in her house, mm. uh, controls things in her life that she's unaware of, and um, becomes uh, the worst possible boyfriend <laughs> that, oh. you could, that you could think of. Wow. Um, it's oh. uh, two seasons. It's two it seasons on Netflix. Started out, the first season was on Lifetime. And really? then it moved to Netflix for the second season and is exclusively on Netflix going forward. There's a, a third season that um, I think they've announced. But Isn't there like a twist? Have you finished it? I, I thought I there have. was like a, oh, is there a twist? There is a twist. Okay, but, that's what uh, I thought. Yes. Um, yeah, the it's, last thing um, I want to do is watch a stalker guy stalking. Well, he does that throughout yeah. both seasons. <laughs> but I want to see... I want to see him get his. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you and you you do. So it's um, okay. the best comparison that I can uh, give you on this is that it's very Dexter. It's like Dexter light. Um, even down the narration, Dexter did great narration. You know, uh, Michael C. Hall did great narration for the show uh, for for Dexter, talking about, oh, my dark passenger feels the need to kill someone tonight. So who will it be? Mm. Um, it, but it's not as it's it's you know some stuff that that happens is very dramatic and very shocking but it's not as shocking certainly not as gory or as uh freaky as what happens in Dexter um the second season introduces a woman uh from um uh house no the haunting of hill house oh um she was great on that and her name it's right here is uh, Victor, awesome. uh, Victoria Pedretti she's great I like her. She is great. And uh, she's great in this as well. A very kind of very believable character. Mm -hmm. um, it's good. It's, uh, uh, you know, if you miss Dexter, this is probably a good stopgap uh, for now. But it's um, don't expect the same level of acting and drama that you got in Dexter. But uh, it's very it is very fascinating. What's also fascinating is how sometimes you find yourself rooting for joe the main character this creepy stalker guy and then sometimes you think he's the worst person in the world and it's great mm -hmm. when you've got a character like that that takes you back and forth kind of like walter white and in, in breaking bad sometimes you're rooting for him sometimes you are wanting him to get caught and 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 pay for what he's done 
Interesting. I don't, I had yes. never heard of this. And when you said Lifetime, Lifetime, you said? Was Lifetime is where it, yeah, premiered on Lifetime the in, first season. In my head, I heard um, the other channel. Hallmark? Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> I thought, how is this even possible? And it has any edge to it at all. But now that you've clarified, now that I, my brain has washed away what I was thinking, it's good. Um, oh, hello. I haven't seen you here in the North Pole before. Oh. Wow, you're carrying around those presents differently than all the other elves. You like to be showy, but your bells don't jingle as much as everybody else's. That's awesome. So does he do, does he do that every episode? I don't have to listen to that guy's internal monologue all the time, do I? Or do I? He he, he does an area through all the episodes, but that first one is the 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 one that sets up the show. That is basically what I played for you is the first 45 seconds of season one, episode one. So he kind of sets up the show with that. But there is there is narration that happens throughout, and um, it's not nearly as as uh, creepy and and <laughs> like that. I think this, is this I think, is a fun... Tina, Tina started watching this, and I think we have more fun watching it together than I did watching the first season or the first couple episodes myself. So I would recommend, um, if you're going to watch it, pull Mark into it, pull Kim into it, and uh, and see what you mm-hmm. think. All right, we can barely get through the expanse together. <laughs> <laughs> I love the expanse. I, how far are you in the expanse? Uh, I don't even. I think oh, the okay. third we're on third season. Okay, I'm, I'm right a, there with you. I'm in the middle of third season as well. Yeah, we're it's a slow slog. It's a little the third season does slow down a little, but it is apparently well, not because of the show though. It's just it's hard for him and I to sync up to after find time, the kids down. especially yeah, with yeah, kids. Yeah. yeah, no, I have yeah, the same problem. So. Kim and I watched the first episode of The Witcher, and we're dying to watch the rest, and we keep saying it'll only be with each other, and we just haven't had, we just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't. This is an adult weird adult problem. I didn't expect to have, and I know that <laughs> yeah. you know. In your case, you, your kids are still little, so I think you even have a better excuse than I. I do. I don't know what my excuse is. Like, right. I know I can find time. I know we can figure it out. We just haven't done it, and it's annoying. And instead, I'll walk in there, and she's watching like some PBS freaking pole dark freaking drama romance bullcrap. And I'm like, all right, like, I can't. <clears throat> Mark is hooked on Star Trek right now. Like, which one? He, uh, he's on Deep Space Nine. He finished Next Gen, and now he's oh, on Deep wow. Space Nine. He's trying to watch every single every season every every episode before picard i'm like you're not wow. gonna be able to do that he's not gonna make it he's <laughs> yeah. got a lot Nor of do i think it's necessary <laughs> yeah and so he's he's kind of but he is he is getting through it all and uh you know the uh andrew allen uh smooth, smooth federation federation yeah so i kickstarted that uh years how many years a long time five ago. six seven uh, seven years 2012 and mark wasn't mark wasn't into star trek so he was like why Mm -hmm. did you do that i'm like because it's cool and this is my friend and Mm -hmm. so now he listens to it every single day wow (laughs) you know it's probably really good background music in the shop it's uh yeah yeah, that's great he is uh he's the nerdiest woodworker i know and i love it i love that about him yes (laughs) that's awesome uh well i'm i'm all for i was gonna had a similar plan i was like i'm gonna just watch all of tng before picard at least so i can just get all Mm -hmm. the picard i can stand and I didn't do it. So uh, hats off to him for getting through all that and moving into DS9. Jeez, no so is this his yeah. first time in DS9? Yes. Or TNG? Oh, yes. my gosh. Oh, how yeah. fun. How he's fun. a new Trekkie. That's cool. He DS9 to... is great. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's uh, he's brand new to the Trek world. And I was like, because I watched it growing up. And mm. a lot I watched a lot of Next Gen growing up. Yeah. And so I was like, you've really never seen any of these? And he's like, No. 
<laughs> I would. Uh, so. I'm jealous of this. I would love to yeah. be first time in it again. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he he listens to this. We can track all the time, and he, it opened up a whole new world for him. Oh man, if he can listen to Daryl every week, he is way <laughs> in. <laughs> Just kidding, Daryl. I don't know if you'll hear this. All right, uh, here's my clip. This is. Um, I don't know if you'll figure it out, but I've actually been holding it since we saw you last, Nicole. I've been holding wow. this. Oh, holding it. Yeah, because I didn't want to just throw it away. And I, I, this movie really imprinted on me. Oh, and I so I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna share it. I assume it's still streaming. Actually, I haven't checked to make sure it's still up there. But uh, here it is. See if you can figure it out. Mm. Is this heredity or hair? Yes, you're suing. It's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today. I know my mom would be very touched and probably a little suspicious. My mother was a very secretive and private woman. It's grandma. You know you were her favorite, right? Even when you're a little baby, she wouldn't let me feed you because she needed to feed you. All right. Nicole said it. I think Nicole said it, yeah. Just by the music alone, I knew what it was. Yeah, it's she uh, said hereditary. Hereditary or hereditary. It's hereditary. It's hereditary now. I'm hereditary. Was that was that Tony Collette? It was Tony Collette. And fresh from her knives out. You want to know what's crazy? I have I have not watched this movie yet. Oh, I think because you... it's so freaky, and I like I have to like be in the right mindset for just. You're not wrong. It's really scary. You're not wrong. It weird. is very scary. It's very dis dissettling. It's very unsettling. Yeah. I don't even know. Unsettling. How, I, yeah, unsettling. I don't have the words for it. It's really oh, freaked me. You're out. in any position to correct. <laughs> It's very, very much that, though. And if you want, so if you're out there going, man, there hasn't been some good horror in a while, this is absolutely going to fit the bill. You've probably already seen it if you're that person. Um, It's genuinely freaky. Land out in this. It's the same same guy who did the midsomnar or whatever it's mid well it's pronounced midsummer but it's yeah it's the summer however you spell I'm it, it. The, i'm looking at somner it's the weird swedish like life festival <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. movie which i haven't see, seen yet a, but i'm gonna i, I um, don't want to see that one either i just read the wikipedia i'm like okay i'm good yeah it I, this probably is not going to be for you like in the minute while i was yeah. watching it i kept thinking of the friends i have that don't like really freaky horror movies you and veronica yeah. and a few others and you just would not like this but it was so well done and such a it felt like the the a fresh take on more of the haunty sort of stuff that you get in a lot of movies because I don't think those yeah. are very good generally haunted house stuff does they don't have enough rules Brian and I've talked about this I don't like the rules mm-hmm. in haunted house movies um this yeah. thing had rules and also um what's his name from in treatment and um Miller's Crossing and um, oh Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel Burns in it he's yeah. great as ever Tony Collette is never bad um, the kids in this thing are amazing. The people who play the kids, there is the most heart wrenching thing that happens. I'm not going to give it away that oh, happens in it. That is so devastating, but not from a, it's not gory. It's not like, well, it's a little bit at the end, but it's not super gory. It's not one of those kind of movies. It's this discordant, uh, freaky. The music is like this 
climbing up your spine. It's, I barely call it music. It's just discordant sound, and everything just feels wrong. You walk into a room, and it's like, oh, things feel wrong here. And then I found out it was filmed in Park City and then down in the valley, and I thought, wow, that's cool, local Utah production. And now I don't want to go up the canyon because, my gosh, oh. <laughs> It is so scary, you guys. It really got yeah, it under looks my skin. Like it is still streaming on Prime, it is. Amazon Prime. It's a, yeah, so. it's on Amazon. That's where Prime. I got it. Was Prime, and uh, okay. cannot recommend it enough. If you are, if you like but a scary ready movie, for it. yes. You know what? This movie actually made Get Out, which I finally watched, seem way less scary hmm. uh, than it than I was expecting it to be because this movie really imprinted on me. It just really was like. Oh, you think you've seen scary movies, have you? How about hered- uh, Hereditary? How about that? How's that feel? <laughs> Sorry. It's not- and I, I know I'm now doing it like you. But I walked away from that just going, geez, Louise, what did I just see? And it's incredibly effective. Um, I, I, if you like so that stuff, you should If you're see wondering it. what it is about, this is the synopsis. It's when Ellen, the matriarch of the Graham family, passes away. Her daughter and grandchildren begin to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry. Yeah. Trying to outrun their sinister, sinister fate. It's it's a, that's a good way to describe it without giving too much away because in the end it's really there's a lot more going on and okay. like Brian mentioned Ann Dowd's in this. I'm just gonna read the Wikipedia. She's so good, <laughs> Brian. Ann Dowd is amazing <laughs> in this. Great. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale. She's uh, Lydia. Yeah, she was in uh, the Leftovers. She was fantastic. The leftovers, in that. right? She won an Oscar she last year. Or, uh, sorry, an Emmy for Handmaid's Tale, right? Grand yep, Lydia. Think so. And deservedly so. And she's really good in this. And uh, she's not what you think she is at all. And my gosh, this thing goes places. So, yeah, if you want to be really unsettled, (laughs) I think Hereditary is the movie for you. There's my recommendation. Brian, tell me what you've got. Or no, Nicole, it's your turn. Sorry. Me, me, me. I've done what I've done. It's been a while. i got to get back to the thing. (laughs) Let's start over. Round the horn one more time. All All right. right, I'll put my clip. It's, It's a trailer. Okay, I'm scrolling uh, in down. The chat. I won't see it. Okay. I'm glad she said clip, Brian, and not what you said earlier. Which, <laughs> here, I, I think I have a clip of it. He's ah. looking for clip. Okay, there we go. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to hit play on this and not look at it. All right, here we go. I'm just obsessed with Christmas, and I love the script, and I was like, I'm in, having absolutely no idea what we were about to find out. I wrote Ghostbusters. The concept was kind of a brand new idea. I remember I read the script for Dirty Dancing. So the rough cut's done. He looks over at my bosses and says, burn the negative and collect the insurance. Oh, no. Why did we waste our money on this? A lot of the actors read the script and they go, this guy's like a wimp. All the hero of this movie does is try to hide and get help. We've run out of students. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> it's yeah. that, uh, the toys that made us people did the, the movies, movies that, that made, made us. us. The That's movies it. that made us on Netflix. That's yeah. Still haven't seen uh, it. I've, I watched through two of these over the holiday. So the Dirty Dancing one, I adored. Mm-hmm. That they, was really good. Yeah. They got. I had no idea Billy Zane was going to be Patrick Swayze's character. Right, it would have been right. horrible. And Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, it just would have been horrible. Yeah. It would have wow. been, yeah. Billy Zane and that's crazy. Billy Zane and Sarah Jessica Parker were the two, and they actually have clips of all four of them dancing together <laughs> and like swapping out because they didn't know. Right. Trying like, to figure out the chemistry, which who had yes. the best chemistry between all of them. So and the, and two it, people, the two people who hated each other the most. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you get out of Dan Aykroyd 
Because I love him and I love when he talks. Uh, about the Ghostbuster one was okay. It kind of was a little boring. I mean, mm. compared to the Dirty Dancing one. Uh, I did watch the Die Hard one, which was really interesting to kind of get the two the, I watched, Dirty Dancing and Die Hard. I haven't watched the, the other back two history. Yet. I haven't watched Home Alone yet. Um, but I, I, I really like the inside look, the deep, deep dive into these mm-hmm. movies. Uh, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. See, if you just said, yeah. which would I find more boring on the surface? And you said one about Dirty Dancing and one about Ghostbusters, I would have said Dirty Dancing's the boring one and For sure. Ghostbusters would be yeah. the exciting one. And I'm a little surprised it's flipped. Maybe mm-hmm. I just, I, I knew too much about Ghostbusters. I don't know. I, I mean, I, it was interesting to hear that the Ghostbusters were supposed to be Jim Belushi, um, Eddie Murphy, and who was the Dan Aykroyd? I think those those were the so uh, hmm. Bill Murray took Bill uh, Jim Belushi's role right. because he died. Yeah. So plus you could totally John, see John Belushi. John Belushi. Yeah. That's why not Jim Belushi. Yeah, yeah Jim's yeah. still here. <laughs> Don't kill Jim Belushi. <laughs> Jim's still here. Uh, but no, yeah, yeah like he, uh, that's funny because Bill Murray's affectation of John Belushi, I mean, his his acting in that feels very John Belushi. Like it's kind right. of a John Belushi kind of role. But I believe, um, I, I want to say I remember them because I was kind of, I was falling asleep a little bit when I was watching it. And I want to <laughs> say that they, um, when they made Slimer, mm. they kind of, they thought of, John Belushi in Animal House. That's how oh, that really? character. Okay, the, yeah, the whole food ever. fight. Uh, I'm a zit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Does he go? Does Dan Aykroyd talk at all about why Ghostbusters Two is a heaping pile of shit? <laughs> I met someone. I have a friend who that is her favorite. Oh, she's oh, wrong. I'm like Sorry. what? She's wrong. <laughs> like really? She's Please wrong. introduce me to that person at some point. <laughs> it's okay to be wrong. You know. Yeah. It's okay. Well, you know, everybody's different. Everybody has. You know, meaning. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rainbow Bright says it's her favorite too. We're in trouble. <laughs> anyway. Her favorite of the Ghostbusters films or her favorite movie of all time? Yeah, no, I'm sure the Ghostbuster films. <laughs> okay, of the, of right. the two. Yeah, I mean two, Peter McNichol is, is awfully charming in that with the drippings with goo. Yeah, but uh, but the drippings of goo. Yeah. Oh, I hate Buying that movie. my drippings with goo. That really bummed me out. Um, you know what? Didn't bum me out as much as I didn't like the new one either. So I have high hopes for this new thing in 2020. Mm-hmm. This um, yeah, it's got a good pedigree. Yeah, I think they plus can you know Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> yeah, they got that Finn Wolfhard. He looks like a bird. He's here again. Get ready, everybody. Bird boy right. back in the right. limelight. It's good stuff. So uh, I'm, I hope they do more of them because I really yeah. I really like how they dissect the movie and and kind of interview plus, all the actors and stuff. Plus, it was good to have a few movies in here that I connect with because the whole uh recent season of toys that made us were four toys that i never oh really gave a crap about yeah never collected transformers what was it wrestling toys power rangers and my little pony i think were the four i mean outside of transformers i'm same i love transformers so i was all into that but the other stuff i didn't do at all it's all about the go bots just kidding (laughs) brian was always no you were micronauting it up man micronauts yeah i was doing the micronauts he was trying to make those freaking air tubes work in your house. Not the micro machines, Nicole. Different thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know the guy that does the ad? He like talks a mile a minute. Yeah. Michael Winslow? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what his name is. I, I oh, that was the FedEx guy. The That's FedEx right, the guy, guy yeah. But I like that her impression of him is... <laughs> 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 they talk so fast, he barely... <laughs> 
That's my interpretation of an auctioneer. <laughs> um, I don't mind Chavern's having an argument about GoBots. I don't think GoBots are that bad. I just think that they're they're just rip off Transformers. So as long as you accept that, it's fine. They're fine. Yeah. yeah. Go play with your rip off Transformers. Yeah. It's not a problem. Fine. Uh, all right. Well, these things all are on streaming services, as we mentioned. Yep. Um, yeah. The last two were Netflix. No. First was Amazon. Uh, Brian and I are on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, right. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so then uh, what you're going to want to do is follow Nicole at Nicole's bag mm-hmm. on Twitter because she's going to reiterate that in a Twitter form. And then you'll be able yes. to like sort of track it and go find the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole, it's great mm-hmm. having you back in 2020. I uh, hope you have a fantastic year and uh, you can't too. wait to see you next yeah. time. Bye, Nicole. Bye. Bye, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. We've uh, done it, Brian. Good. We've done it. Yeah, <laughs> we completed another TMS as as promised, and uh, I hope people enjoyed it. If you did, consider being among the the many who support us uh, financially for, at uh, Patreon.com/slash/TMS. It's how we keep the show the show afloat, and I say that with all literalness. Like mm-hmm. you pay the bills, and we really really need it to make it happen, and we're super cheap about it. Uh, you can get in for real low, and we're dumb the way we set things up. So take advantage of us at Patreon.com slash tms do it today you want bonus content good because we put that out every day you get a big chunk of bonus stuff you won't get any other way unless you're a patron well or if you're watching live i guess you're getting that stuff anyway frogpants.com slash tms for anything else you want to contact us you're looking for our phone numbers our voicemail our twitter accounts it's all there at frogpants.com slash tms brian will now regale us with a song what do you have a song uh gwen gunn t purveyor from uh the phoenix pearl tea shop send in a request hey scoot and boogie i have a request for whenever uh dan strickignoli strickignoli i don't know if you pronounce the gn as a ny or as a gn um let's get let's say uh dan strickignoli i thought i have him listed as luca by the way um, this dude does crazy ass, uh, badass, crazy acoustic covers. I can't get enough of his stuff. This song is a medley of some of the Prodigy's best songs and translates really well. May I suggest the listeners grab some headphones right about now? Uh, love, Gwen. Um, yeah, this is great. This guy is amazing as far as a guitarist. I want to say he had a video a while back where he played several different parts on a song of a song all on different parts of the guitar. Um, uh anyway is he one of those guys that like whacking it and tapping the the guitar and stuff i love that that's so cool uh so good uh luca strignoli l-u-c-a uh strignoli is uh, what i've listed as the single that he released in 2018 is indeed a medley of a bunch of uh, prodigy songs it's it's great and it's called the prodigy here is luca strignoli nice those names are hard uh that'll do it thank you guys for being here we'll be back tomorrow Oh, there may I didn't mention this. My doctor's appointment may get moved up, and if it doesn't, may ding. Oh. DM, I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know yet. I'll, Just keep I, me posted. I'll keep you posted. I'll keep the chat. You guys will we'll let you know on Twitter or whatever. But if my doctor's appointment gets bumped, I have to do that blood test in the morning, and I, I don't know when that is yet. So okay. I'll let you know. Otherwise, it's supposed to be in the afternoon, and everything should be fine. But and then it's all Oreos all day long Look, after that. If it comes back like well below where it needs to be. I, at the very least, can sort of eat a little more normal. I can, like, you know, I can have dessert once a week. I can maybe have... You're you're on this thing where you're not not really craving sugar, though, right? No, I'm not, but... but, So, uh, living that life, man. Yeah, maybe you're right, but I guess I can be less, uh, you know, I don't have to worry that the... Oh, no, that pizza wasn't cauliflower crust? Oh, no. Yeah. 
You know, right. I can actually right. just quit worrying so much and keep going down the good path. So we'll Damn, see. Damn, now you're making me hungry for a mod pizza uh, cauliflower crust. Maybe we'll have to do that today. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com father one day i will tear you to pieces jeez louise wow